On the show today, we're talking the All-Star opener, the uh, debut of the Extreme Outlaw series, plus more from Dirt Car Nationals. Let's go. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. The All-Star Circuit of Champions finally got their 2022 season going last night at East Bay Raceway Park after they lost their first four nights down south to the rain. Last night and tonight are not for points, but still a good opportunity for a lot of these guys to get on track. We ended up having more cars than I thought we would, with the count sitting at 40 for the night. A lot of these guys will also stick around the rest of the week for the 360 Sprint Car Nights for East Bay's Winter Nationals. The field did include two Sam McGee cars with both Kerry Madsen and Parker Price Miller racing. PPM is still in the midst of cancer treatments, but did get a chance to race last night. Kerry Madsen uh, is kind of in that 11 car filling in for PPM while he's dealing with those, but again, both cars on track last night. Madsen ended up finishing 8th after driving back through the field from early issues. Tim Schaefer was also in attendance in the Grove 28, and according to Mike Leone, Schaefer will run the All-Stars full-time this season. Another solid addition to the field there with that team and Schaefer. In the night's program, Alex Bowman went quick time on the night in his Ally 55. Again, very strong uh, for that guy. For his, uh, It was his first ever start with the All-Stars as well. Obviously a NASCAR driver kind of making some dirt starts here, along with his teammate uh, Kyle Larson uh, that we've seen obviously a ton on the dirt side. My win pick for the night was Aaron Reitzel. He had engine issues and was a scratch from the pole of the B-Main. Remember, they are working on that Toyota 410 engine, and nights like last night are going to happen from time to time when working through some of those issues. Unfortunate for that team, though. They're always fast at East Bay. In the feature, Gio Selzy and Kerry Madsen led the field to green, with Madsen to the lead at the start. He was able to hold the field at bay for most of the first half, but after a restart, Tyler Courtney got a big run on the high side and slipped past Madsen to lead lap 15. And that was it for the battle out front. Sunshine led the rest of the way to grab the win over Madsen, Selzy, Brent Marks, and Justin Peck. It was Sunshine's first series win since August 26th of 2021. It was the series champion last year, but struggled down the stretch in the season. This was a nice way to kick off their all-star year. Uh, even though there aren't points on the line. We also saw Tanner Thorson last night. He finished 9th. Bowman ended up 13th. Kevin Thomas Jr. was 14th. And Chris Windham was basically non-existent after qualifying. This opening Southern stretch for the All-Stars closes out tonight at East Bay before the series goes quiet until April. You can watch live tonight again over on Flow Racing. For the debut of the Extreme Outlaw Series last night at Volusia, they ended up with an impressive car count, 37 guys on hand to race. Big kudos to Casey Schumann for working the phones and getting that many teams to try out the series for the first time. It was fun to see non-win cars at Volusia, not something that's happened in a really long time. I think I heard only a few drivers in the field have any sort of experience at Volusia, with a few guys like CJ Leary having been there before in winged competition. But obviously, none of these guys have ever raced on the track without the wing. In terms of the fan experience on Dirt Vision, we had Rob Klepper and Johnny Gibson on the call, which was an interesting mashup. Gibson obviously being known for his outlaw exploit, uh, exploits, and Klepper having spent a ton of time in the non-wing world. Uh, we last kind of heard him full-time with the uh, with USAC over on Flow. I doubt we'll see Gibson a ton more later in the season, maybe here and there, depending on the outlaw schedule. But it sounds like Klepper will be the voice of the series going forward. 
Not a bad pickup for Dirt Vision as Klepper is really knowledgeable about these drivers and cars. For those of you wondering about last year's USAC announcer, Tony Laporta, he's also doing work for World Racing Group, some video production stuff. So we haven't seen the last of him on the dirt side yet either. On the night, there was obviously a ton of talk about firsts and history, especially in the interviews and in some of the commentary. Uh, some drivers kind of seemed to play along with that, while others were kind of more nonchalant about it. I can certainly understand both sides of that one. The series is kind of wanting to hype this thing up. Uh, first time for this, first time for that. I think some of the drivers, though, for them, it was kind of just another race night. In the night's feature, Carson Short started on the pole and led the opening lap, but from there it was all C.J. Leary. He made a strong move on the outside of turn four to lead lap two, and that was all she wrote. Leary went the distance for the $5,000 victory. Justin Grant ended up second, short third, Chase Stock in fourth, and quick timer Robert Ballou completed the top five. One driver we probably won't see racing tonight that raced last night is Brady Bacon. Dennis Guile had driveline issues partway through the feature and slowed up suddenly, and Bacon just had nowhere to go. He took a pretty big tumble into turn one. Sounds like they bent the frame on that car, and they will skip Tuesday to be ready for the USAC sprint car opener. Uh, that's coming up this weekend over in Ocala. Obviously, he's chasing a third consecutive series championship over there, so that's going to be his major focus. It was a fun night, though. Definitely something different, and hopefully they're able to build it up and uh, kind of continue this momentum into the season. I think maybe a little competition from WRG will push USAC to continue making changes and getting better on their side. I had someone ask recently about reasons behind the non-wing exits, and I think a lot of it just comes down to opportunities. There's a lot of racing to be done with a wing on, and guys can make quite a bit more money. But if more of these opportunities were available on the non-wing side, you might not see so many guys leave. It's a hard problem to solve, though. You can't just throw around the cash without the fan and sponsor support, because that's just a recipe to go out of business really quickly. At least in the beginning, WRG is trying to play nice with USAC and PowerEye in this space, but if you're part of those organizations, you have to see the writing on the wall here. They're going to want to expand this racing, and maybe quickly, especially if they're able to get buy-in from the fans and competitors early on. And an organization like WRG, with their marketing partners and the power of Dirt Vision, will have the backing necessary to make it work. Definitely something to keep an eye on into the future, kind of on the non-wing side. The Extreme Outlaw Series is back tonight at Volusia for another 10,000 to win show. Actually, not another 10,000 to win show. Last night was 5,000 to win. Tonight is 10,000 to win. Drop me a comment if you watched last night. Let me know your thoughts on the series, the format, the future, and kind of what you saw at Volusia. Also, at Dirt Car Nationals last night, we got the first night of late model action with a 7,000 win show under the Dirt Car sanction. As expected, nice field. 47 cars were in the pit area. In the feature, it was all Ricky Thornton Jr. in the 30 lapper. He started on the outside of the front row and led every lap in a nonstop race. It was Thornton's first career win at Dirt Car Nationals and a nice continuation of his speed weeks. Through the opening 12 Lucas Knights, he had four top fives and nine top tens and should easily be in the top five in the standings on that side once the kind of season shakes out on some of the other guys that are kind of up there in the standings right now go their separate ways. Behind RTJ, Chris Madden finished second, Devin Moran was third, Brandon Overton fourth, and Dale McDowell completed the top five. We talked about Overton on the show yesterday and his lack of wins at East Bay, and I thought we might see him break through last night. He sat on the pole, but again, never really challenged the 20RT and just slowly faded back through the 30 laps. We'll see if that Wells team is able to tune on that car to get it better for the rest of the week and do what they couldn't do at East Bay, and that's get a victory. 
Devin Moran showed it yet again. He's going to be one to deal with this season. And Dale McDowell was fast again off his opening night win at Volusia a few weeks ago with the Outlaws. Tonight is another 7,000 to win show for the late models with plenty more racing to come this week. The other series that was on track last night was the Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modifieds. No actual racing, but they did get three practice sessions in with north of 40 cars participating. Demetrius Drellos ended up with the quick time on the night at 17.290. The Big Blocks have their first full program starting tonight, and then they'll be in action each night now through Saturday. So again, just kind of to give you an overall picture of what we're going to see at uh, Volusia. Tonight we get the sprint cars again, plus the late models and big blocks, all full programs. And then starting tomorrow, it will be Word of Outlaws, late models, and the big blocks all the way through Saturday night. There are three shows on the streaming schedule today. It's basically the same schedule as yesterday with Dirt Vision having the Dirt Car Nationals from Volusia and then Flow Racing showing the All-Stars from East Bay and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.